Packers just need to win on Sunday night, and they are in the playoffs. Four straight wins has put them in the driver's seat, and all that stands in their way now is a win against the Detroit Lions. So what has changed for the Packers since losing to the Lions earlier this year? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast. My name is Patrick Corgan, and I'm your host. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Packer Mentality. My podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. All right, people, you're already watching. Please take two seconds. Go down below, hit the subscribe button. It is free. And as always, thank you for joining me. Welcome to Week 18. Let's start with the most important news this week. There was no midweek episode for me, and I've been waiting to do this episode because, honestly, I felt that DeMar Hamlin's life and situation needed to take precedence over anything else, and I am not willing to try and personally benefit off of something like that, unlike some of the clowns you see on TV and hear other places. And now relieved to hear that he is improving off the ventilator, breathing on his own, and neurological function seems to be normal, and hopeful that he is able to resume a normal life and maybe even eventually get back on the football field. So, great news there. So now, let's talk Packers football. Injury report for the game on Sunday night. Questionable for the Packers, just one name, Josiah Dwyer, tight end. He is important in the running game, but they are cautiously hopeful that he will be available. For the Lions, one name listed as being out for Sunday night, offensive lineman Coyote Awasika. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. If I'm not, my apologies. Questionable for Sunday, uh, fullback Jason Cabinda, defensive lineman Michael Brockers, safety Deshaun Elliott, quarterback Jack Okuda, and center Frank Ragnow, I believe. Uh, most of those names are starters for the Lions. First key to this game is that this Packers team is actually pretty healthy and are unlikely to have a day like they did in Detroit. Think back to Week 9. The training staff for the Packers was really busy. They were a mass unit because guys were getting hurt left and right in Detroit on that turf. On the offensive side of the ball, Randall Cobb didn't even play. Romeo Dobbs got hurt on the first offensive play. Christian Watson, who was still getting acclimated, coming back after his hamstring injury, he had to leave early due to a possible concussion. Aaron Jones left the game with an injury. David Bakhtiari left the game at halftime. John Runyon Jr. missed part of the first half with an injury. That's five offensive starters including most of the receiving core. I think you had Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins, and I don't even know who else took the field as, um, as far as receivers go. Now, fast forward back to current time, week 18. Here are the keys to this game. Lions defense, they're still bad. They're not historically bad, but they're still not good, uh, which means with a full complement of receivers and guys being healthy, this offense should just be better. 
Uh, Christian Watson has arrived as a playmaker and should be a little bit more healthy coming back from his hip injury that he suffered a couple weeks ago. Romeo Dobbs is now back, has now been back for a couple weeks, and he should be closer to being on the same page with Aaron Rodgers. Randall Cobb is healthy. The running game has been very good the past couple weeks. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, uh, going to be a big part of this game plan. Offensive line is healthy, and they have been really good in protecting Aaron Rodgers. He's had uh, very little pressure on him, uh, hasn't been sacked much. Really the only guy on the Lions for the whole defense that is any concern to me personally is Aiden Hutchinson. He's their first-round draft pick. He's had a really good rookie year, but he will be lining up across from David Bakhtiari. And now that Bakhtiari is healthy, feel pretty good about that matchup. Aaron Rodgers, benefiting from a healthy offensive line, benefiting from having a full complement of wide receivers, and having rookie wide receivers who are coming into their own, can't possibly as bad as he was in Week 9. While the Packers have only needed average quarterback play from him uh, to win the past four games. All he has to do is not turn the ball over. Cannot have three interceptions like he did in week nine. Puts too much pressure on the defense. Now, Packers defense, and I think this game is mostly going to fall on them to be a key to this game. This Lions offense, they're pretty good. They, honestly, I think the Lions offense is better than the Vikings offense, despite what I think is having less talent. Go figure, they're a better offense, but they don't have as much talent as the Vikings. Go figure. Defensively, during the Week 9 game, Green Bay lost Rashawn Gary and Eric Stokes two injuries that cost them the rest of their season, and they still held the Lions to 15 points in that game, and that's with Three turnovers by Aaron Rodgers and three turnover on downs by the offense. The offense was just terrible. And they couldn't score in the red zone when they got there. I think they were 0 for 4 in the red zone. Uh, so if the offense is just a little bit better and the defense can put up a same or you know, similar or a better performance than week 9, should be fine. This defense, they've made their adjustments over the past few weeks and they've had guys step up. Honestly, Joe Barry, this defense, just don't revert to your old ways. Keep with the same aggressiveness, same attitude, the same mindset, the same intensity that you've had the last two weeks when everything was on the line. Once again, put Jair Alexander on the line's number one, who's Amon Ra St. Brown. While he doesn't have the same name recognition as Tyreek Hill or Justin Jefferson, he's still one of the top two or three wide receivers in the NFL. Treat him as such. Let Russell Douglas, Darnell Savage, Rudy Ford, Adrian Amos handle the rest of the receiving core like they did last week. They've been so much better with their responsibilities, with their communication, with their tackling. Honestly, other than... St. Brown, I think it's only DJ Chark that uh, would uh, 
basically garner a whole lot of attention. Defensive line and linebackers will need to be all over Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Lions running game is pretty good, but honestly, I think with the improvement that we've seen from Quay Walker, who after struggling a little bit early in the year with all the playing time he's getting, he's just gotten better and better over the course of this year. And I feel this is a pretty good matchup uh, with Quay and Devondre Campbell at, at linebacker and this defensive line that has honestly stepped up a lot the last two weeks. Devontae Wyatt stepping into a larger role, having more responsibilities, more snaps. Alongside Kenny Clark, who's been really good, T.J. Slayton and Jerron Reed, they've all played well. And if they continue to do so, shouldn't have a problem containing this running game. Special teams. Anytime you have Keyshawn Nixon returning kicks, if they do decide to kick to him, will be the question, you got an advantage. They just need to continue to shore up the uh, punt and kick teams that we cannot have any more block kicks. It's kind of ridiculous that we continue to have problems with that. So if they can take care of just a few areas and continue to improve like they have been over the past couple weeks, I think my gut reaction video after the game on Sunday night should be a happy one, and we can look forward to a playoff game and hopefully more. In the meantime, have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. Please be safe, and go Pack Go!